Welcome to episode 22, where each week we explore womanhood and leadership. This week, Emma and Kiki return to torment their mother as we quiz each other about slang terms our generations use. Needless to say, this boomer didn't fare too well in knowing the popular slang of the Gen Z or millennial generations. As I talked to a friend today, we thought it very interesting that every generation seems to develop their own slang, perhaps to keep themselves special and differentiated from others. I hope that you'll see in this episode what fun we had discussing the meaning of different terms and perhaps see this as a way to bridge gaps between generations. This could be your own Urban Dictionary, and we hope that you'll find it helpful. Here we go. Thanks for listening. We are doing this episode because Kiki Canny kind of threw down that I wouldn't know more of the Gen Zer slang than she would know of the boomer slang. And Emma, because millennials are so close to Gen Z, they have ganged up together (laughs) to take on their mom how cruel (laughs) i think so and and listeners we're doing this because communication is a very important part of leadership and we need to understand the slang that's going on um, so that we can listen and make sure that we understand what is being said so that's why we're doing this episode okay So if I don't know what the slang is, I'm wondering if we can make a request to like use it in a sentence. And play by spelling bee rules. Okay, we can can do sentences if you want. (laughs) If I don't get it, because I'm the one who's probably going to be more at a disadvantage because boomer slang has been around for so much longer and probably more apart. You've heard me use it or you've picked it up along the way which your millennial and Gen Z slang hasn't been out for as many years. Mom, this sounds like excuses. (laughs) Okay, let's go for it. You guys go first. And I'll keep score. All right. I'll let Key take take the reins on this one. Yes. Okay. Girl, take the lead. So your first phrase, these are like phrases. Some of them are just words, but this is a phrase. Caught in 4K. Caught in 4K. Uh, how about 4K must be something about. <laughs> I can also use it in a sentence if you would like. <laughs> yes. Can I have a sentence, please? You, you may have a sentence. Kiki got grapes from H Mart. And when she went to the kitchen to, to check on the grapes, Emma was caught in 4K snacking on them. Oh, Emma, you would never do that, though. That's just not labels. How is I supposed to know? (laughs) So caught in 4K means that you are red handed, like almost caught red handed. That's Uh, correct. It's referencing 4K image resolution with cameras. Like quality, like you're seeing it high quality. So you're caught. And the highest quality possible, you're caught right red-handed. Okay. Cut in 4K. She's writing it down. I'm writing it down. <laughs> okay. Mine are going to be so easy for you. Okay. 
Bummer. Bummer? Bummer. A negative experience. This yeah. is true. <sighs> it's a bummer. Gee, that, that test was a bummer. Okay, I, do I do I, I get a point for the sentence use or no? Do I get a half, maybe a half point? No, you, you get a point. You get a point. Okay. In, in, the, in the spelling beam, they give sentences, so. Okay, go ahead. Next one. Our turn? Yeah. A flop era. Ooh, this one's a good one. Flop era. Yeah. Is it one word or is it two words? Two words. Okay, sentence, please. Emma was in her flop era when she went to London and got COVID. <gasps> oh. My dear listeners, you can you can hear it in my voice. <laughs> Months later, I am still dealing with the consequences <laughs> of having COVID. Yeah. Everybody avoid getting it. That's a good that's a good example though. So she was in her flop era. So that means like she was in like a depressed state, like unhappiness, like upset. Close, but not quite. Getting there. Yes. Getting there if you want to give it another try. Was in her flop era. You know what? You can you how about you can also call a lifeline so you can have dad. Well, if only Bubba was here. <laughs> yeah, she would be on my side and help me. We'll have to do. We'll have to do another episode of it with yeah, us because then we'll have we'll have all four generations. Okay, yeah. I give up. You guys can have that one. I I I thought it was Eight. close. Plus, all right. Things. So a flop era is a period of failures or mistakes. <gasps> oh. Kind of like an artist's like blue period, like that sort of. Oh. Well, like you know, do you know the term flop? Being a flop. Yeah. Well, that would be like, like a loser. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like a period of time. Oh, period of where, it's era. Where, yeah. It's so, for example, if you know, you're going through something really difficult or you're making really bad choices, you could just say like, I'm in my flop era right now. Like, this I had is a not- lot of those. I had a lot of those. <laughs> we all have flop eras. When, when were yours, mom? It was definitely my flop era. What was that, Em? The early two, early 2022 is definitely my flop era. Hmm. Yeah. Because I was moving. Yeah. To London. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought I had to pay student loans and then I didn't. It was just a mess. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You had a lot of change. Yeah. A lot of change. I got, I got a boyfriend who's pretty cool. So. <laughs> That's a good thing. I think he's swell. So <laughs> that's plus. That's a plus. Okay. Well, well, I guess my flop era, you asked, Key. Yeah. I've had a few, but I think oh, when I was in graduate school, mm-hmm. it was, I lived in very suspect. When you almost failed accounting. Yeah. I mean, it was tough. It was tough for this little psychology undergrad to go into graduate school of business. I mean, that was tough. Hmm. So I, I definitely would say that that's my flop era. All right. All right. Next one. So you're going to know some of these. How about dropped a dime? Dropped a dime. Dropped a dime. Dropped a dime or drop a dime? Dropped a dime. Is it when you spend a lot of money on something? Nope. That's what I was guessing. Yeah. Nope. Dropped a dime. 
Why a dime? A dime? Can it be any coin? Uh, no. When dime. you lost a lot of money on something? Nope. Oh. I don't know. I think you claim victory over this one. It means you made a phone call. Because oh. in the day, uh, you had to drop oh. a dime into the phone machine. Oh. And so that was where that came from. Dropped a dime. So, I just key, dropped a dime. Key, I don't know if you've included this on your list because it's, it's slightly outdated slang. But like a dime in, oh, yeah. in like millennial Gen Z world is like a really hot person. Yeah. Really? Ten. Yeah. Because you're a 10 out of 10. You're a dime. Oh. And like a dime piece is like a very like not well it's not like derogatory but it's like you know a dime piece is like a really hot like usually woman mm-hmm. <laughs> so i'm like when i think about it i'm like oh that doesn't pass like the vectal vectal test you know <laughs> like yeah. yeah okay like, like greg's got a dime piece you know like hmm okay i got one that i that fooled you all right our turn yes Himbo. That's a himbo. good Himbo. Is that H-I-M-B-O-Y? And it's one word? It's H-I-M-B-O, one word. B-O. Himbo. 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 Would you like a sentence? Him. Like, <laughs> is that like a handsome guy? Himbo. Close. Close. That's, that's half of it. But what's the other half? He's handsome, but what? But broke. <laughs> no, no. Um, Would you like a sentence? Yes, please. Chris Hemsworth in Ghostbusters is considered a himbo. You're going to kick yourself when we tell you what it is. A handsome. Do, 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 do. Okay, I give up. But <laughs> you can give me, I, I can get a zero on that one too. So a himbo is a very attractive man, but yeah. not the most intelligent, like a bimbo. <laughs> But they usually are known to respect women. Yes. But they're known to respect women? Yes. Oh, okay. An archetype of, of character. Yeah. Huh. So like Chris, <laughs> e.g. Chris Hemsworth in Ghostbusters is a pretty, pretty good one. Yeah. But to play on words from bimbo. Yeah. It's like a himbo. <laughs> you know, I bet a that. lot of the listeners knew that one. Okay, you guys, I'm sorry I let you down. Okay. In fact... <laughs> Women are reclaiming the word bimbo mom. Do you they know? are? What is they it are. like? A lot of, there's a, there's like a, a subsect of the internet where influencers are entering their bimbo phase and just embracing being like the dumb blonde. It's very, it's very cool. Side. But on a, so it's a positive thing. It's not but a negative. Yeah. They're reclaiming it from it being like a negative insult to like a positive. Like, like I'm proud that I'm, I'm yeah. bimbo. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Chrome dome. Chrome dome. Chrome dome. I'm sorry. A bald person. Oh, damn it. You knew that one, Emma. (laughs) I I remember from cartoons. I didn't even know that one when I saw it. (laughs) What is that? Okay. Well, I watch watch a lot of science fiction and they they joke about like it's a double entendre because it's usually robots. Yeah. Yeah, C three PO is like a double entendre chrome dome. Yes, chrome dome. Okay, you got that one. The girls are head two to one. Can you give me an easy one? Um. Okay. Yossification. No, I'm kidding. 
A pick me girl. That's a good one. Good job, Key. Thank you. So is that, I mean, it just sort of sounds like it would be somebody who wanted to get selected for something like, like they're kind of not all there. They kind of are um, maybe not that intelligent. Not quite. Not quite. They do want to get selected. Right. They by men. Yes. But what kind of, what kind of behavior do they exhibit to, to get chosen? I would say like, they wouldn't be like, they would be provocative in their dress and stand out, like be extroverted that way. Not quite. But kind of the right thought. Kind of. But I feel like it's more like you're, it's not so much physical, but like, you know, mental. Like, mental. What, what's your mentality? Like, what kind of things do you say? Like a, a pick me girl, what kind of things do they do? Huh. Kind of a tricky one. Yes. Would they, well, they would want to have attention brought to them. Yeah. Yes. So they would probably be kind of mean. To whom? To other women. Yes. That's right. Good job, mama. Yeah. I I just guessed at that one, you guys. But when you kind of talked a little bit about it, I think that they might be kind of mean. Yeah. A pick me girl is a girl who claims to not be like the other girls, but puts other women down. So, for yeah. example, they could be like um, talking badly about a woman who wears a lot of makeup Mm-hmm. Like, oh, she needs a lot of makeup, but I don't. Or a guy's like, or a girl's like, I love watching sports. Like, women I'm not like should, other girls. I'm not like other girls. Yeah. So they, they, you know, try to be cool. Like Kendall Jenner is a pick me girl for sure. Oh, for sure. But I think like also like for Gen Z, there's also like the pick me girl that's like trying to get favor from different social groups when it comes to like activism I think there's also that sort of dimension to it but like for the general concept like I liked I think there it's like an early trope like a trope in early like 2000s like rom-coms like it's the girl that likes to get gross and like you know like likes to skateboard she's not right other girls yeah yeah I think of an exact example but I remember seeing a lot of stuff growing up like that yeah but they're doing it not authentically. They're doing it to get attention. Like, well, is that right? Be, it might be authentic, but they're doing it with a purpose. The purpose is yeah. this other thing, though, is to get the attention. Yeah. And it's definitely, I think you see it more often with like people who are like, you see it at all ages, but like, I think you see it really commonly like in high school mm-hmm. and like in middle school when like, you know, that di- and like, because that, that, generation of people right now is like on the internet like that's that's kind of how the term at least in my observation that's how I see the the term coming to light interesting I think feminism also like people like it's a a lot of times it's like women who put down feminism or like feminist thought is Mm. like a big thing but Kiki feel free to correct me I see another yeah just at the baseline, it's it's a girl that puts out other women to appeal to misogynistic men. Yes. Gnarly. Ooh. Good or in the good or bad context. Yeah. Could be both. I mean, it has a dual purpose. Gnarly could be like, that's sick, you know, like that's really cool. 
Yeah. Gnarly could also mean like disgusting. Like, I know. Yeah. All right. I gave you the point. Yeah. See what I'm saying? You guys are running away with this game. We'll have to do emojis. Oh gosh. That would be fun. What do you think this emoji means? Okay. Last one, I guess, because we said we'd do five. So Give, right. hit me with your, your, your hard stuff. Give me the toughest one. Yes. All right. The <laughs> hardest one. Y slash N. Ooh, that's a good one. Kiki, you're on fire with these. <laughs> Thank you. Can I have a sentence, please? Emma, do you want to do it? Yeah. Do you want me to put it in context of the thing in which you would see it? Or do you want me to say it? Sure. Let's let's give mom that at least. It's a hard You're one. So kind <laughs> to your mother. Okay. Um, ooh. Okay. Think in terms of a of a story. Darth Vader turns around the corner and sees YN's beautiful face, like, and he's he's taken out of breath. So it's usually in a fan fiction, which is like a written story from a fan. Yeah, about like some form of media. Yeah. Y slash N. So would it be a woman? The W is for woman. No, it's why. Oh, why? And Darth Vader turned the corner and sees a beautiful woman. No, sees YN's beautiful face and he's at lost. He lost his breath. And yeah, like take into consideration what Kiki mentioned. About fan, it's fan fiction. Based. Yeah, fan fiction. I would be super impressed if he got this. It's hard. I would be genuinely impressed. So do, does each of the letters stand for a word? Yes. 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 Okay. Does the N stand for like nothing or no? no. We'll give you two more hints because it's really hard. Okay. Two more hints. This is for a, a type of fan fiction called self-insertion. Mm, that's a very big hint. Yes. With that hint, you might kick yourself if you don't know my mom. Yeah. It's going to. So would it be you? Not you. The Y is not for you? It's close, but it's not you. Okay, I think we're going to probably frustrate our listeners to the point that <laughs> there's going to be those that are going to know what it is and go, oh my God, yo, come on. So I give up. Stands for your name. Your name? Yes. yes. <laughs> I told you. Oh. So, so you usually see it in fan fiction and it's in order to self-insert your name into the story. So when you're reading it, you can be like Darth Vader turns around, looks like Kiki's beautiful face. So do you use that with friends and stuff or do you just, is that just something that- It's like a microcosm of fan fiction, like specifically. Yeah. So like, you know, what you can read on the internet, but like fan fiction is just so prevalent in internet culture. Right. And Gen Z, millennial culture. Yeah. Yeah. It's very popular. Um, and there's actually special plugins for Google Chrome where it takes like Y slash N, which is how you see it uh-huh. uh, and replaces it with your name. So you like you can actually like it'll have a it'll be a, a YN fan, fanfic, but you'll see like you know Kiki's name like if she used that plugin, which, and it's just so prevalent. Like, yeah, there are I cannot I do so many fan fictions on the internet, more than you could possibly imagine, and so many of them are these type of uh, fanfics. Yeah. Interesting about so, celebrities, about media, like yeah, yeah, huh? Okay. How about what's your bag? What's my bag? Like the bags under my eyes? <laughs> Is it like how much money you're bringing home? Uh, no. 
Mm. Yeah, because that, that's what I would think it would be. But what's your bag? what's your problem? Like, what's your baggage? Yes. Oh, good job, Key. <laughs> Nailed it. What's your how, problem? How, how would you use it in a sentence, Mom? If you're talking to Dad, like, um, like Steve, what's your bag? Yeah. Like you know, like really, what's your problem? Mom, I have a bonus question for you. If uh, you like to redeem yourself, you, if you would like to redeem yourself, and you guys have four. Okay, go this ahead. one's kind of easy though. Um, what if I'm going to tell you I'm going to go touch some grass? <laughs> I would worry. Um. <laughs> so yeah, the the phrase is go touch some grass. Yeah, maybe go like take a time out or something like go relax. Or- yeah, yeah. Like a timeout's a good way to phrase it. Yeah. yeah. It's, it originally started on Twitter where if there were some people being really, um, you know, hateful and annoying on Twitter, people would tell them to go touch some grass, like connect with nature, like take a timeout and yeah. breathe. But yeah. now in gaming culture, it's kind of like used to, to say with your friends, like I've been on my computer all day. I'm like a gremlin. I'm inside. I'm going to go touch some grass. Like I'm going to interact with the outside world. That's good. Well, we should all be doing that. <laughs> we all should be touching some grass. So it's kind of like if we we joke, especially with work, um, we joke that it's like an uncommon thing for us to go touch some grass because we don't go outside. Yeah. Yeah. How about one more, you guys? Because I think you're educating us more than I'm educating you about the, all right. the boomer words because you guys all know like groovy, right? You know, groovy, yeah. square. You know, square. square. Yeah. Far out. Yeah. Big it. How about slug bug? Do you know what that is? Oh, isn't that when you punch somebody when like um <laughs> food beetle goes by on a road trip? Well, it kinda. Yeah. Uh, when a Volkswagen, it's a it's a yeah. it's a word for Volkswagen come yeah. Oh wait, like like slug bug itself is for the beetle. Yeah, yeah. slug bug. Uh, like, gag like, me with like, a spoon. You know, gag me with a spoon? Gag me with a spoon. Oh, um, you got to be joking! Like that's outrageous. Yeah, it's a, it's almost like um, like somebody's told you a story and then you go that like you just don't, you just want to reject it. Like gag me with a spoon. Oh, well, like dude, no, like yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I just know um, about like saying saying like gag me with a spoon. Yeah, like, yeah. It's like I can't forget it kind of thing. I think it was in Totally Spies. Key that maybe. How about scratch? Do you know what scratch is? Money. Can we, can we? Oh, I was gonna ask for a sentence. Yeah, money. How about lay a patch? Like a nicotine patch? <laughs> can we have a sentence? <laughs> Your father likes to lay a patch. Want some hints? Yeah. Take a nap. It's something you do with the car. Change the oil. <laughs> Black marks with tires. Like you, oh, like a drag dad, race. dad doesn't do that though. <laughs> that does not drag race. This is slander. I'm standing up for dad's honor and pride here. How about flip a wig? Head bank. He flipped a wig. I don't know. Got angry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he flipped a wig. I just, I just have a vision of like a drag queen getting so angry and literally flipping the wig. <laughs> How about hacked off? Hacked off. Yeah, he's hacked off. He's pissed. Yeah. Yeah, he's angry. How about threads? Your clothing. Yep. And a gas. A gas. A gas. A gasket. Like it's a gas. Oh, it's very sexy. A fad. Something fun. Oh, like, something fun. Yeah, it's a gas. Like 
it, it was a gas or something like that. About that. So, mom, how about, how about one more? Boomer. Okay. Boomer. Boomer, one more. Go, <laughs> Yeah. Grumpy old people. Oh, <laughs> that's, Boomer, what they yeah. have. that's what they have in the urban dictionary. Grumpy old for, people. Grumpy yeah. old paper. <laughs> <laughs> so no, I was going to say like a special, a special Bay area bonus round for mom. How about Hella? Hella is hello. No, no Hella. It it's kind of like Cal. I guess many areas of California have claimed it, but it's very specifically Bay area slang. Yeah. Um, okay. What's it? What's a it lot. Mean? A lot. Yeah. A lot. Oh hella, yeah. Like a hell of a, hella good. Hella good. It's a hella good. No. It's a hella good time. Yeah. yeah. All right. Anything else on your list there, Key, that you want to? This is very educational, I think, because we wouldn't know these things. You're learning about fandom culture? Oh, yes. No, I have a, I have a, sorry, I have a really good bonus one. Okay. Brony. Brony, like R-O. Brony, B-R-O-N-Y. Sounds like it would be like bro, like friend, but no, huh? Yeah, it's kind of used in that context, but. He's my brony. He's like my best friend. It, okay. No, you're probably not going to get. So I'll, I'll spoil it for you. Yeah. So a brony is a male fan who tends to be a, a late teen or adult age person who is a big fan of My Little Pony. The okay. show. Oh. Yes. And why would they be a fan of My Little Pony? I don't know. That's, a, that's the million dollar question. <laughs> but that's, this is a. This is a term to yes. identify with if you're yes. in, this, in this group. Yes. Huh. So welcome to the internet, mom. I love this. This was really <laughs> fun. If we think of some more things like this that help bridge the generational gaps, we should try them. <laughs> mom. And, and I think listeners, you're all invited to our um, Facebook group page and volunteer any slang that can stump the uh gen z and millennials and yeah. and then the opposite as well too stump the um boomers with some well, slang we'd love to let learn us know it. on facebook but it has to be clean let's keep it n- not explicit <laughs> need that ad money <laughs> all right everybody thanks for listening bye now bye <laughs> Thank you for joining this episode of Girl Take the Lead, and we hope that you enjoyed this episode and will leave us a five-star and a comment. It really helps us reach new listeners. And also, you could join us at our Facebook group, Girl Take the Lead. This week, we also launched our website, girltaketheleadpod.com. We'd love to have you visit there. Next week, we will explore the book, Bittersweet, by Susan Cain. This book was mentioned by Brene Brown in the Atlas of the Heart series, and this book is incredible. I'm joined by my dear friend, Rebecca Cohn, and together we'll explore the book and how it's changed our lives after reading it. Hope to see you there. Thanks. Take care. Take care.